Hello, hello. Welcome to Wellness for the Hot Mess. I'm Lexi Rodriguez, and I'm an energetic embodiment coach. And I'm Kristen. I am a fitness trainer as well as a holistic health and wellness coach. On Wellness for the Hot Mess, we touch on topics from money mindset, wellness, nutrition, and really just embodying your next level self. So we are so stoked and happy you are here and mm-hmm. you're gonna die over mm-hmm. this episode. But first, Kristen is back. Welcome back. Ooh. I feel just like I'm buzzing that you're here and you're able to hold space with me, but how yeah. was your trip? Uh, I could go on for days. I'll have to do a solo episode yeah, yeah. on yeah. all things Italy. Um, but yes, thanks for having me back. I'm so excited to be here. And today's episode is such a good one. So stay tuned for that. But, um, but yeah, I was on vacation for 12 days, which in our field of work, being in fitness and things like that is so unheard of and it never happened. So when it did, I was so grateful, but I did do a family trip to Italy. It was incredible. And I won't go into too much detail, but I will say the biggest thing I took away from the trip, um, is just slowing down and listening to my body, listening to myself, all the good Mm. things and learning to love kind of like the simple life everything from the activities we did, the food we ate, the wine we drank, everything is just so simple, especially where we started our trip in Tuscany, the food they make there, it's five ingredients or less in a meal. And I think like taking away from that is just simplicity is so much better, not only in food, but just in life and slowing down. And I'm so, so grateful for that trip. I think it came at such a pivotal moment in my life. And we talk about this a little bit in the episode you're about to listen to, but everything always happens for a reason. The universe always has your back. And I think this trip came at such an important time in my life. Um, so, so it was, it was amazing. I'm so excited to continue to expand on the trip itself and kind of bring that into my everyday life. Um, but yeah, it was so amazing. So, so, yeah. so amazing. So how are I'm you sure guys? you have, I'm glad I'm feeling so, so good. I'm sure you have a really different perspective too. Like I think yeah. big trips like that, even just taking that much time off. Like even when we took that time off for our wedding, um, it put into perspective that we can do that if we fucking want to. Mm -hmm. And even spending the amount of money we spent on our wedding also put into perspective that if we want to plan a big trip or a big move or save for a house, we can do it because the amount we spent, if you would have told me we were going to spend that last year, we both would have been like, let's not do that. It, it sounds like it's going to be really hard, blah, blah, blah. But doing it and getting to the, getting like past the finish line of that wedding changed my perspective. Yeah. And we are going to talk about this in the episode, but it just really upgraded the way that I hold myself um, yeah. around abundance. It's magical to have those experiences. I've always wanted kind of like an eat, pray, love trip. And I've always fantasized about it. And I've been on vacations before with my family, friends, whatever it is. And I finally had that. And in the moment I didn't realize, but coming back from the trip, I was like, oh, that was so eye-opening for me. And I'm so glad it happened. And I think this is going to be the start of so many good things elevating in myself. And we talk about that in the episode too, but, um, but yeah, such a good, good thing to come back to. And this episode, guys, you have to stay tuned. It is on the longer side, but you're going to want to listen from start to finish. I am 
so in awe of our guest, Amanda, who was one of Lexi's coach. I, she starts the episode by saying, talking about how she's very human too. And you'll see why she says that, but she's such a rad, badass chick. And she said in the beginning, she was like, don't look at me as someone who's not like, I'm very similar to you guys. I go to the same grocery stores, whatever. But at the end of the episode, I found myself kind of leaning into the computer and leaning into her more and being like, no, she's so mm-hmm. different. She is mm-hmm. not. Yeah, normal. no, she, yeah, exactly. And I yeah. worked with her a couple of years ago and it was something that really stretched me past my comfort zone as yeah. a coach. Cause I can coach on confidence and I can coach on connection and I can really get into the zone of empowering people. No doubt. I've always been to, able to do that. It is a gift of mine, but mm-hmm. stepping into this portal with her, I did her coaching certification, stepping into the portal with her empowered me even more than I felt I could be empowered. Like I've always mm-hmm. felt like a confident person, but she held me to a level um, that I didn't really even see for myself, but that doesn't mean that level was a, was a low level. It wasn't, it was a high, I had a high level version of myself in my mind and she mm-hmm. stretched me higher than that. So you're going to get so much from this. And something I want to touch on is when you're listening to this, you guys don't necessarily, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing episode. So if there are some bombs that you want to write down, right, definitely write Absolutely. them down. But what I like to do and what I've really been telling my clients is when you hear me talk, when you hear Kristen talk, when you hear Amanda, just rap Mm -hmm. magic, Mm -hmm. just pay attention to how you feel in your body. Right. Mm -hmm. So hear the episode, but feel what comes up in your body when you hear what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And this is a really good place just to leave you dive in, light a candle, like even listen to this episode in the bath or while you're like preparing a really nurturing, beautiful meal, um, because it's, it's going to upgrade you. It is. And, and conversations like this upgrade you. I spoke about that on our last episode was Mm -hmm. just having the space to be in this, uh, like connective, flow with Kristen has upgraded me so much because I can just let, let what wants to come out of my mouth, come out of my mouth and there's no judgment. So let what comes up in your body, come up in your body and write it down as if you were like saying it, maybe even leave yourself a voice memo or something. Um, but you guys are going to love this episode. Absolutely. I think this one's going to change a lot of lives, a lot of perspectives on some things. So listen to it, enjoy. And just like Lexi said, kind of sink into this and We'll see you guys on the other side. Enjoy. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Wellness for the Hot Mess. I am over the moon excited about this podcast interview. We have the most amazing guest on who was one of my mentors. I did her coaching certification and she is just someone that I would jump off a cliff with if she said, (laughs) you know what? It's fine. We're going (laughs) to. (laughs) get to the next level self, just hold my hand. Let's go. Let's jump in. And I would be like, you know what? She said it. Let's do it. So Amanda Maris is an intuitive coach for entrepreneurs, CEOs, and celebrities. And she is someone that I always just go, go see what she's doing when I need a little boost of energy. Um, So welcome to the show, Amanda. We're so honored to have you. Oh my gosh. One, I'm so honored to be here. It's so cool to sit on this side and to see what you've grown now, Lexi and Krista to meet you. I'm so Mm -hmm. excited to chat and also 
LOL at the fact that you said you jump off. <laughs> I'm like, well, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's a, that's a, something big to say. So I don't take that very lightly. I'm Everyone's going to be like, okay, Lexi, this looks and feels a little teal swan ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Um, but welcome. Thank you for yes. being here. Something yeah. I did want to just like jump right into was you really allowed me to see a higher version of myself that I could even imagine. Right. And I think a lot of people listening, they have these goals and these dreams, but I think a lot of people are playing small and there are moments I'm playing small and there are moments my friends are playing small or my clients. And I have to really open the portal for them to say, you know what? No, let's take five more steps instead of just two. And as I was getting ready today to hop on this interview and just thinking about you and thinking about what was alive and what I wanted to drop into with you, I was like, hold on, I'm living the life I wrote down in journals um, when I was in your coaching certification right now. Like oh. I'm not scheduling clients. I remember a big thing for me was not scheduling any clients till a certain time when I felt really embodied and awake in my body. It was also holding standards you know, uh, about feeling into my body. And if my body needed to rest, I needed to rest. Or if I got sick out of nowhere, it wasn't shaming myself for being sick. It was being like, okay, I'm ready for my body to catch up to my mind. So what I would like to ask you is how, like, how do you hold such high level energy in your body the majority of the time? And I know you have your moments, but mm -hmm. what are some things that you stick to always to really hold that next level version of you? Yes. Well, it's not always perfect. So I want to be very clear about that, but I do hold myself to a very high standard of excellence, not perfection, but excellence. So that mm -hmm. means when I fall off my normal um, way of thinking and being, and I feel like I'm moving through some emotions. We have to feel and lean into the things coming up because it's actually how we move forward. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, and a lot of times people shove that away. There's a balance, right? We don't want to sit and like marinate in the crap. Like we want to make sure that we're, we have the tools to process it, which is why I have my certification and why I teach this because it is really important that we do allow ourselves to feel, but the thing is we can lean in and hold the higher perspective at the same point in time. I always celebrate whatever's coming up for me, whatever mm -hmm. funk I'm feeling is the thing that's coming up to point me forward. It's mm -hmm. the thing that we need to look at, the thing that needs to be loved on, the thing, and we can either decide to go down with what's coming up or celebrate and lean the fuck in. I'm assuming I can swear on this. So I'm just yeah. going for it. <laughs> Absolutely. <Okay. laughs> yes. I'm like, okay. So we have to choose to lean the fuck in. And right now, energetically with the way the collective is, it is so important that each of us are stepping up, leaning in and not choosing to go down with our old selves. And so for me over the years, because what I've built today and who I'm now supporting in my private practice and all the things I'm doing in the world, it has not always come easy for me. It has been devotion and commitment every damn day to my mm -hmm. practices. So for me, mindset is number one. Mm -hmm. It's tuning in with my thoughts when I wake up in the morning. What am I choosing to focus on? What am I choosing to feed? What am I choosing to give my attention to, my energy to, and my focus to? Mm -hmm. When I need to feel something, I'll feel it. But half the time, it's just like crappy thoughts that we're allowing 
to um, like be a shit storm in our head, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's tuning into that. And so first thing in the morning, if I can, I know this sounds really simple, but like, can we allow it to be simple? First thing in the morning, one thing that makes me smile, which is usually my dog because she's, she sleeps in bed with me, little wiener dog. And so she like will thump her tail and like come over and kiss me or jump, fly out of bed because she wants to be fat and it's hysterical. Like one time she was like literally (laughs) And I'm like, holy shit, like we just woke up, girl. You know, so I try to smile first thing in the morning and find something Mm. that I'm excited about in my day and grab a hold of that. Like, what's the most exciting part of my day? And some days you might be like, I don't want to do this today. But you know what? You can be excited about your cup of coffee then. Can you Mm -hmm. be excited about like just letting yourself be and receive that day? And then that really starts to create momentum for the day. But for me, yeah, it's becoming very aware too of what's going on in your head because that is creating everything else. Yeah, yeah. that is so, so, so approachable, I think too. I love starting with the small things. I think people yeah. look at wellness as such a big thing and it's like, I can't tackle it all at once. So that's the first step for sure. I wanna circle back to something you said in the beginning, how you were talking about marinating and those negative feelings or marinating kind of in a funk. I think a lot of people go through that. Of course, we all do. I'm curious from your perspective, how long do you allow yourself or your clients to kind of marinate in those feelings? Because I know a lot of people are like, I know feeling like this is part of growth, but I've been in this funk for such a long time. I just don't see a way out of it. Mm -hmm. I know it's different for everyone. So I'm curious your thought on that. Yeah. So funks don't last very long for me. They can last a couple of minutes. They can last an Mm -hmm. hour. They can last a day. I don't allow myself to... Um, I mean, it depends if you're going through grief, that's a little bit different. Mm -hmm, So that would be a separate topic or trauma or something. But when something gets triggered or I'm moving through an emotion, um, you know, I had something come up this morning. And so I, what I had to do was feel it and lean into it and let myself get annoyed for a second. But at the same point in time, holding the perspective, like this is for me. So how is this for me? How am I gonna choose to see this as a gift? Because it is, I believe I teach higher consciousness and seeing things from the lens of the soul. This is how we heal and move through things quickly is when we're able to see the higher perspective because Mm -hmm. everything that comes on our journey, everything that happens, we has been called forth by you, has been created by you, has been commanded in from, your vibration from Mm -hmm. you, you are teaching you something essentially in that moment. And these people are just characters on your journey, right? So if you can allow yourself to lean in. So this morning for me, what was lighting a fire? I had to call one of my leaders back up to their highest self this morning. And so, and there were, of course, like, thank you so fucking much, you know, Um, because this Mm -hmm. is my job. I work with very high paced people and right. And so I can't allow them to give up. Even some of the ones you'd be surprised uh, can't allow them to, to go down with their own stuff. So, you know, so I had to stand in my power this morning with something and, and um, it triggered something within me, but I'm like, this is the fire Mm. that I need to pull this client up. And now I'm, it's a theme. Everyone needs this fire right now. So it's a Mm. huge gift. And then my clients always thank me anyways. They're like, cause they know I love them and they know that I'm here for them. And so, um, yeah, so I then felt what I needed to feel. And I'm like, this is a gift because it's bringing me back to my power too. Cause I have to access, even though I'm like going through energy upgrades right now and I'm a little tired, right. I can still energy's moving out of my throat without lean the fuck in myself. 
in rise and choose to rise. Mm -hmm. And so I see it as a gift because I'm like, wow, it's, it was activating me this morning. And now I get a chance to share like that, whatever that person was moving through, it was perfect because it, I also needed to be in this energy to share a collective message because mm -hmm. every, everyone needs this right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So beautiful. What I love about you too, is that you could be having the best month in business and in relationships and in communication. And then, but you're grounded in this way that if something comes up for you, you're human about sharing it, right? Yeah. You're not like, I can't share this with my community because then they're not going to think I'm who I really am. Right. And mm -hmm. I think that is such a good thing in the coaching space. And if we have coaches or leaders or healers listening, it's like just being yourself and holding yourself to a high frequency is going to attract the people into your community that are supposed to be there. Right. So it's yeah. like when we do have these moments where we're feeling a little off, that is something that I teach my clients now is like, oh shit, I'm feeling this because you're feeling this. And mm -hmm. the synchronicities have been crazy. Even the past two weeks I hired, or I got on, I got two clients to hire me that are literally exactly where I was like in my early twenties. Mm. And it's not anything I promoted. It's not anything. I was like, if you feel like this, hit <laughs> me up. I'm your girl. Like it's stuff that I don't even really talk about, but you know what I think that is, is it's a sign like, oh, okay, Lex, you're ready to teach about this now. And maybe I was in my head like a month ago or two months ago, I was probably like, I can't teach on this, you know, getting in my head as a coach, but then they were proof that I was ready to really take, take another, you know, level of my teachings out there and put it out there in the world. So, yeah. um, what is something that's alive for you right now in your, in your business? So. Yeah. Well, one thing I want to say to that is also too, I think as leaders, it's important that we check in before we just share things blindly yeah. on the internet. I, there was a period of time where, um, I felt like there was vulnerability overload and then it can be kind of dumping all yeah. over the internet and I don't choose mm -hmm. to dump, um, for me and everyone sees this different. We all have different roles. My role is to be an example for you of how I process challenge when it comes up because challenge is inevitable in leadership. It's not something that we want to expect or manifest or say we always have to have challenges. No, absolutely not. You know, I'm all, all about preaching what's the highest and easiest path that we can tap into. And when inevitably it comes up, because we're human, right? We don't want to hold ourselves to standards of, of perfection. My challenges are the reason why I have the business I have. Right. My challenges, I've created programs because of everything I've gone through that I've was bumping up against and I learned how to master it and then teach mm. it, you know? And so when stuff comes up for me, it's normal. It's an everyday thing. We all have triggers and things that come up, but it's how are we going to choose to navigate that and then be an example for others and lead by example through the way we are navigating things, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. a lot of times I will share, I share so vulnerably because it's my job to share how to navigate things real time. And for people to understand that they're not crazy, there's nothing wrong with them. This is normal. This is the real life behind the scenes footage, you know, of how to navigate. And mm -hmm. I would be a shitty leader if I didn't share that because they, then I wouldn't be putting everything out there to help people if possible, you know, because um, sometimes people put me on a pedestal. And so I, that's why I share more because um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. people have asked me questions where I'm like, 
yeah, of course I, of course I go through that. Yeah. Okay. One time, I, yeah. One time I went to, or I had a VIP day with someone. She's like, so do you go to like normal grocery stores? She's like, do you poop? <laughs> yeah. She's like, do you go to norm, a normal grocery store? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do shop at normal groceries. I thought that was cute though. I'm like, I am human just like everybody else. So yeah, I brought up to Kristen um, before we hopped on. I was like, Amanda is such a good person to have in your corner mm -hmm. um, because she brings you up to another level like even subconsciously, like I was like, yeah. there were moments where I was like, this chick is not real and this is hard. And I don't like, I'm not connecting to this and it's fucking crazy. Right. And I would, you know, but then I was like, no, she's show, I would not be in this container. I would not have found her on Instagram. I would not have whatever, whatever, if I couldn't be in that same position and yeah. your mindset is just impeccable and I think that that's it, right? Mm -hmm. That's, that's where we're operating from is mostly is our mind and our subconscious mind. So if we can get in and be like, okay, what subconscious thoughts are in here that are holding me back? What are bringing me up? Blah, blah, blah. We got to go in and clean and sweep once in a while for sure. Yeah. But it's really checking your subconscious thoughts and seeing which ones are serving you. Something that you said um, on a podcast maybe a couple of weeks ago was that the body has to catch up with the mind. Yes. Um, and I would just love if you shared a little bit about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So there are four aspects to this human reality that each of us face every day and are part of us, which is the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical. That's what I teach at least. And so um, in terms of physical, one of the components of that is, well, when we're doing such soul expansive work, we are visualizing this higher version of ourselves and they're making millions and millions or whatever it is, right? Maybe it's not that for you, but I'm crazy. So I'm like, how do I take my client way up high? And I just assume they want to like, you know, go, go into the millions or whatever. And I, whatever it is for them. And, but let's say your, your big dream that you want to fulfill, right? You're visualizing it. You're working on your mindset. You're getting your emotions there. You're feeling it. And your body has to catch up because you are actually changing yes. your DNA when you're doing mm -hmm. all this work. You are, you are letting go of, of your purging. Your cells have to catch up to who you are becoming. You are mm -hmm. literally rewiring a new version of yourself. And so if you feel tired, if you feel like um, sometimes it's like the energy flu and please go to the doctor if you first before you listen to me check in with yourself but I just know I'm like this is I'm not sick this is a I feel hot and sweaty and then an hour later it's gone right um and if you're feeling things in your third eye or in your crown or any of your energy centers you just I've just this has been happening to me for 15 years and I didn't know what it was at first in fact I'm like why do I feel pressure on the top of my head do I like am I okay um and turns out later, I'm like, that was my crown chakra getting worked on, you know, so I get it now. And so I had even gone to the doctors. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I felt like heart stuff and they could find nothing. They could find mm. nothing. Um, so a lot of times it's our body that is going through physical upgrades and that our higher self, you could just say that it is actually working on your physical body to help you tuned to who you desire to become. Mm -hmm. 
That's insane. I, Lexi and I were talking a little bit before this and you mentioned it as well, going through an energy um, upgrade. And you kind of talked about it before we hopped on to record. You're like, I've been feeling so hot and anyone who comes in my energy is going to feel it. (laughs) Tell me about this energy upgrade, what it's about. Because for me, I'm sitting back this episode and I feel like I'm the student absorbing this all because Lexi's like the queen of energy and I'm kind of like the fitness side of things, but I can totally relate to even just the word you're saying, just energy upgrade. I feel like I've gone through a million like of that feels good lifetime. in your body. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. So tell us about that. Yeah. So a piece of that as well, too, that I want to make sure that I put in there with the physical is sometimes emotions do come up to help purge energy out too. So if you mm-hmm. are like, why am I crying today? I don't mm-hmm. know yeah. why. I'm not even going to start my cycle. I don't even know. Just don't judge yourself. Just feel what's coming up because have you ever had a really good cry and then you feel like a whole brand new damn person after and yeah. you're like, I'm ready to rise as the whole damn fire. Well, you just cleansed something out mm-hmm. of your system. So emotions are cleansing. One of my mentors said, the emotions are healing waters. And I think she yeah. was someone else mm-hmm. down. So also know that that can sometimes happen. It doesn't always have to happen, but it can, right? And then moving the physical body also helps move energy too. So for me right now, and a lot of us are feeling this way, and there's many different reasons because we've also had solar flares. So there's actual flares coming out of the sun wow. and um, it's helping, actually helping all of us right now to ascend. It's sending very high frequencies off from the sun to literally kicks up some dust sometimes inside of ourselves Mm. so that we can move things up and out so that we can all hold more light in our bodies. Mm. You know, so for me right now, I've been so sweaty and tired the last week. And (laughs) and a couple of my best friends were on a very similar journey as one another. Same thing. One of my friends is like, I feel like a fucking furnace today. And I'm like, (laughs) me too. I'm like, yeah, whoever touches me is probably going to melt today. And, um, I'm like my, like my back sweating right now. And I'm just sitting here. It's not even right. that hot outside. Right. And so, and so sometimes things are just burning off, alchemizing off. Mm. Um, you might need a little more sleep sometimes than others. And you're like, is something wrong with me again? If you feel like you need to go to the doctor, please go. I just know at this point what the difference is. And yeah. sometimes we need more rest because our cells are regenerating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was telling Kristen that I will, I got probably nine hours of sleep last night, woke up, had some clients. And then I was just tired and I was just so tired. I was like, this is happening because I need to take a nap because that's something you had always taught me too. was like, if you feel tired, you need to honor that so that things can kind of come back to homeostasis or come back to balance. Right. So whether it's physiological, whatever it was, or energetic, I could feel that I needed to lay down so I could be hundred percent here for the rest of my day and for this mm-hmm. interview. And I just think that that's a true, that's true empowerment. Like that's a true way to empower your student or your client or your friend or your family member, whoever it is to like allow them to honor their body and honor what they what they know is true and sometimes we don't trust the first hit that is knowing this we Mm -hmm. let it we let it sit there too long and then it goes up to the mind and then we take a wrong turn which is fine right but something that's so alive has been alive with me since I started really my coaching practice is just trusting my body and trusting my knowingness so 
I want to go back to kind of when you first began feeling these hits and even connecting with your guides and angels. I know you talk a lot about that. And I know that our listeners are into that, but we also have some people new to what it would feel like to connect to guides and angels. So how did it look for you when you first started connecting? And then how would you explain it to another person um, in a way that they could digest it? Sure. Yeah. So I also want to point out that too, like beyond our guides and angels, we each have a higher self, uh, a version of ourselves that's guiding our entire life journey. Mm -hmm. It's essentially think of the highest possible version of you. Mm -hmm. That's free of beliefs. That's free of fear. That's free of a history, a past. That's just you in soul form, like the most empowered, angelic, bright, shiny, fearless, free version of you. Mm -hmm. That version of you is always guiding your life. I'm writing a book on this right now as well. And how you can actually hire your higher self to guide your life. And that's what I did. I hired my higher self to guide my life years ago. I remember saying, make my life so magical. I want to go big. I'm here for this. Please make my life as big as possible and help me make the biggest impact I possibly can. And I made that promise to myself and I surrendered to that and I meant it. And ever since then, I've been trusting all the crazy ideas <laughs> and hits and desires that I have. A lot of times our guides and angels are speaking to us and our higher self through our own desires, mm. through mm. Dreams, visions that we have for ourselves, like and ideas that were that are backed with inspiration and passion. You know, those sometimes everyone has different ways of receiving guidance. So mm-hmm. um, there's all sorts of different ways. There's clear knowing, there's clear hearing where you can actually hear guidance. There's clear seeing, clairvoyance where people get visions. Um, there's clear feeling, clear sentience where we actually feel, we just feel like mm. it's the right path, right? So it's important to understand everyone receives things differently. I have pretty much all of them wide the fuck open now because I've been working on it for years. Right. So, but one thing I want to share is a, a practical tool you could start practicing with if you want to um, see more visions is you could sit in meditation and actually they're showing me this instead. So I'll say this instead, get in the sun and put a crystal on your third eye and take mm. a deep breath in and just invite that the sun, because the sun's so powerful right now, that makes sense. Um, you just visualize it opening, visualize it opening. And what I would just affirm is that you're open to seeing divine guidance. Mm -hmm. find guidance and visions of love open 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 um and then a practical piece is this so years ago i was on one of danielle page she's an astrologer she's an intuitive astrologer i was on her periscope which is pretty much like a live thing this was years ago yeah i remember periscope (laughs) this is back in like 2015 or something and i was on her live and i already knew that i was intuitive i was coaching at that point but but I wanted to open my vision more. And so I remember again, praying and asking for support with that. And I was on her live and she was giving away a, a, a reading, a quick live 15 minute birth chart reading right on that periscope. And I'm like, I'm fucking winning this. I'm, this is mine, mine. <laughs> and so she said to guess what animal we thought she was thinking of. And so I guessed a couple animals, nothing was right. No one was getting it. She's like, no, no, no. And then all of a sudden I had a vision of me holding my baby nephew and we were at the zoo that past summer and we were looking at the pink flamingos. And so I wrote down pink flamingo, like, I don't know. Yeah. It was right. And that was 
she's like, who's that pink flamingo? And I'm like, holy shit, that was a vision that I got. Cool. Wow. You know, a lot of times a vision will pop in as a memory. So you want to start like, that's how you see them in your okay. mind's eye, almost like a memory. So it's starting to pay attention. When you ask for guidance, start paying attention to mm. what comes up for you. If you're a coach and you're in session, pay attention to what is popping in for you when you're talking to them and as you're moving through your life. So I get visions for people all the time. Last week, my friend and I were out. I'm sure you have shit you want to ask and say, but uh, one more thing is we were talking, these guys started coming up to us. And before he could tell me, I already knew he was a pro soccer player. He was one. Um, Cause I saw, I saw soccer. I, I saw him playing soccer before he could say a damn thing. So Oh my gosh. That is I incredible. That. I just literally, as you were saying, that took like a deep breath and got closer to the screen. Cause I was so drawn in by what you were saying, yeah. because I always kind of envisioned talking to higher spirits or self guides, whatever you want to think of it as is kind of like seeing the future or visions you don't know about that'll pop in. I've had so many moments where I've had a past memory come through and just blown it off and never thought twice about it. Cause I'm like, Oh no, like visions from higher self or other signs from the universe. It's probably gonna be something new or something. I don't know. I think that is so interesting that it can be a totally past kind of experience you've had come back around. That is the coolest thing. And it's like, we try to put, we try to mind ourselves through everything. Like we try to really intellectualize everything. And yes, there are moments that that's going to help us, but your vision example was really profound because Mm -hmm. it's even being like you know what I don't know why I'm like so excited for someday when I have a little studio by the beach in this area and it's like that is my inspiration to go follow the thread right like something like that 100% and so we're getting hits constantly and so really all of us are very intuitive it's actually more common than we've been taught or trained to be And I realized that I was always intuitive and I was always feeling people's emotions and I was always tapped in. I just didn't know how to decipher it. But Mm -hmm. the more I pay attention, the more I am kind of, I don't want to say testing myself, but like putting these into practice and practicing, um, you know, asking for guidance. And like, I would practice in my car. I would practice all the time because practice is what opens us up even further. So I would say, I think I'm going to arrive at 9.57. And then I would arrive at 9.57. Like this, I would just test myself throughout the day and do little things to enhance my intuition. And then if it was, if I wasn't accurate with something, then I'm like, oh, how did that feel? Like, I'll look back and be like, well, how did that feel when I, and I'm like, you know what? Part of me knew that that wasn't it, that that wasn't the right the right thing or the right choice or the right whatever. And now I remember how that felt. So next time when that same feeling comes in, I'm not going to choose that. Does that make sense? So I started mm-hmm. to yeah. train myself how it felt to be accurate with intuition. Yeah. It's like trial and error. You have to, it's when you make a, when you make a decision that wasn't the aligned decision to make and not again, not shaming yourself for it, but just being like, okay, how, let me go back to that in my mind for a second. And um, I have an example I want to share, but, and, and feel into that moment somatically to see what came up for me. So I can program that into my system so that next time I know if it's that feeling that I'm programming in, that's not it. I had a moment at, so I went to LIB music festival a couple of weeks ago. It was so, so fun. Um, and it's thousands and thousands of people. And, um, 
we're out watching a part of the show. And so fast forward a little bit, I got sick right when we came back Mm -hmm. and like sick, like coughing, um, just a really bad cold. But after I got sick, I had a ping from my intuition that took me back to the moment I got sick. Like I knew exactly the moment. And so the moment was the moment or, or the moment that I should have been more careful about because this, this chick that we were with, um, had like a drink or something. We're all just dancing, having fun. And she was just like, do you want a sip? Like all cute. And in that moment, my intuition said, do not take a sip, like just say, no, thank you. But I just was like, whatever. I like grabbed the cup and I took a sip. And then I didn't think about it. I didn't think about anything until, I was at my house. I was sick. And I was just like, God, like thinking about, I'm like, I did really good. I didn't even drink that much. Like, cause I really wanted not to be sick for the next week that I had coming up. Yeah. And in that moment, like sitting on my couch, I had the vision of, of when my intuition was like, Hey girl, be a little more careful right now. Uh, and yes. although I overlooked it now, and I love that you brought this up because it's a perfect example. Now I know what, how quick my intuition dropped into my body. It was for one second. Like it wasn't like this whole thing. It was like, my intuition told me for one second, don't have that drink. And then my intuition left. Cause it was like, you're not going to listen to me right now. So whatever. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's just a, that's just a great example of what you were just yes. saying. That's a great example of it. And so now, you know, next time, right. So next time mm-hmm. you like, damn, that time I knew, okay, mm-hmm. that feeling now, and you'll remember it now. It might take you to get sick to realize that, yeah, right? Yeah, totally. And and now you'll follow that. And yeah. I always joke with people, I'm like, I know how, <laughs> one of the fun things that I opened up with my intuition was knowing how things would taste on a menu. And yeah. so when I go to restaurants, it's, I'm like, usually always really tapped into this. There's some, of course, we all have off days where I'm like, I'm not getting a read, you know? Um, but most of the time I know how things are going to taste. I'm like, this is going to be very flavorful. This is going to be bland. This is a no, this is a yes. Or I know how things are going to taste. And, and sometimes I, I've gone against it. Cause I'm like, no, I really want mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And then I get them. I'm like, no, they're fucking bland. I knew they were going to be bland. And I've never felt more connected to you. (laughs) (laughs) Like this is such a good practical way for people to understand how they can connect with your intuition. So please keep going on that. Like other just really practical Uh ways because practical food is the one thing for me. If I order something and I don't like it, I'll be pissed for a week. Not really, but I'll be pissed. So I really have to Yeah. I really have to check in with my order. (laughs) And I also check in with my body and I say, how Mm. am I going to feel if I eat this? Mm. And then sometimes I get a no. And sometimes I'm pissed because I'm like, no, I really want to eat that thing, but I know I'm going to feel like shit after. And then if I do it and I feel like shit after, I'm like, I knew I was going to feel like shit after that. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes too, if we're going through energy upgrades, our body doesn't want the things. Sometimes I always tune in. I'm like, what's going to taste good and feel good in my body. And I always know there's a place here that does that we have sidecar donuts and I got the guidance. You're going to feel sick to your stomach if you eat a donut today. And I was like, no, I want a fucking donut. Like, no. Yeah. So I got two donuts. I took bites of them and I was like, I feel horrible, but I knew I I was going to feel horrible, but I wanted it. I had a human tantrum in that moment, stomp my feet and got them anyway. So I always, I tune in every single time I go places. I'm like, can I drink this today? Can I have this, this 
organic coffee. Can I have this today? Mm -hmm. Yesterday it was Mm -hmm. a no. And I was like, damn, today it was, yeah, you can have that. Like that would be in alignment. Mm -hmm. I love this. I love this conversation so much because again, I think connecting to your intuition and your guides or your higher self um, can be really intimidating for some people. And like you said, we're all intuitive, but it's just about programming that pathway that is your intuition it's like we have all these pathways in our brain but like let's really focus on making sure that intuition pathway is clean and swept and it doesn't have these barricades in the way right for us to really connect because people can again like I said get in their head and just think that I'm not intuitive I'm not Mm -hmm. you know I'm not this powerful and it's like well your first step is to Make sure you get that thought out of your head. That's your first step. Yes, and yes. then we can start to build the path. Yeah, and start to listen to how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. That's really it, is intuition, is that intuitive feeling, right? Intuition often comes through. That, that's one of the ways it can come through. So when you're tuning into a menu, does it feel light and expansive when you choose that? Or does it feel heavy and like, oh, like mm-hmm. inside, you know, or or like a a pit in your stomach or just like a sinking feeling. And then do this in dating, do this in friendships, do this with people, do this when you're hiring. So I know now because I do this for a living, I can see visions for people that far surpass like what a lot of times people hire me because I get straight visions from their higher self. That's my intention. That's my intention. And I train people to do this in my cert. So because I get visions for them, um, it's a one path, right? We have infinite paths in this life. We can't possibly predict somebody's future, but a lot of times I can see if someone's settling, I can see if that relationship is not meant to last. I can see those things. I don't always, I don't really tell people those things because it's not my place. Half the time, you know, like um, if it's a friend or if it's someone in my life, you know, I have to, uh, there's just codes of ethics too, you know? And so or if something's not right for someone, but it's like, you know, sometimes they have to uh, find, figure that out for themselves or let that experience run its course, you know? Like I have a friend right now who's dating someone and she's like, will you tell me, do you think this is going anywhere? I'm like, oh, I, I, I don't, you don't, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll tell you, he's very into you. Like he's already decided, like he's smitten. And she's like, but tell me, I was like, I don't want this to impact your experience because you're supposed to experience yeah. this right now. And she's like, just fucking tell me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, but like, but you're like, and then I'll send you an invoice. After mm-hmm. I talk. Don't in your head. She's also very intuitive. So we, yeah. we, we support each other. And I was like two to three months. Steps. Yeah. <laughs> no. I was like, you're, like, you're going to get bored. And she's like, I already got that hit. So my friends, oh, are wow. she's like, I already got that hit. Too. I'm like, you're going to be bored in like two to three months. I'm being shown that could change because there's free will. It could change, but and she, she's like, she said she already knew. And I'm like, wow. still go have your experience. Cause sometimes people are meant to turn keys for us. So it's yeah. like yeah. supposed to be in that experience for the, that time. Right. Cause they're teaching you something or yeah. they're healing something. This person's going to help her heal. Like I was shown, this is a healing. Cause he's a really good person, really good guy. Mm. Her pattern was not the past few weren't that great. So this one was a really solid stand-up, classy man, but yeah. I'm just going to get bored. So yeah. Like this guy for her is probably showing her what she really is worthy of. And right. that's yes. such a good point is every experience you have with another human in life is 
showing you something about yourself, what you're worthy of, you know, what you are settling for. Um, I want it. That's a perfect place to pivot, go is worthiness. Yeah, well, <laughs> worthiness. I was reading you, Lex. I felt I that energy there. <laughs> you were in tune of, you were, were picking on the same I was. the same golden road. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it. So we spoke about on a couple episodes ago, we spoke about how it's really easy to settle and not like hold your energy of utmost worthiness because sometimes we shame ourselves or we get shame from others, for example, for spending this much on mm-hmm. a gym membership that really makes us feel like our next level self. Or I use this example, and this is why we're like, we have to have Amanda on. I was like, you know, Amanda, when I was in her cert, really empowered me at least to know that spending $10 on a green juice is not a bad thing. It's like, mm-hmm. no, this makes me feel good. And to take yeah. it even to another level, it's my home. Like I mm-hmm. remember I just moved into this home when I started your cert. Um, and I love it so much, but I have upgraded into a new version of myself. I've upgraded into a new energetic frame. So three years ago, this place was fucking magical. It still is. I'm grateful <laughs> for it. But yeah. now it's funny how you change. And it's funny how now I'm like, okay, but now I want this. Now I want floor to ceiling windows, little things that I didn't think about three years ago because, but you know what that shows me is that I'm growing and I'm expanding. Um, And you really allowed me to see that that's what that was meaning. It wasn't like you're being stingy. You need to be grateful for what you have. So a few, there's a few pieces here that I want to touch on is reprogramming our past beliefs and conditioning about money and worthiness, because Mm -hmm. we grew up in a generation. um, And I think there's people out there that can relate though, where our parents were either tight on money, or they had this mindset around money that really isn't as expansive as it should be. And then the other piece is like holding ourselves to a higher level, even when other people don't understand what level you're at. Yes, because we're leaders. So Mm -hmm. we are paving a new path with money. And what's creating those people's realities and your own reality and our own realities is our belief system. So if you believe that green juice is a waste of money, then guess what? It's going to be a waste of money. If you believe that green juice is going to take you to your next level that day, if you believe that the universe is going to support whatever you desire to spend money on, then the universe is going to support what you desire to spend money on. It's really as simple as that. It's as simple as what you want to believe. But the thing is, you have to lean into that belief to choose that belief and to continue sticking with that belief and not just be like, okay, the universe is going to support me if I buy $10,000, $20,000 worth of Chanel. Okay, where is it? Like, no, you have to now show the fuck up as that version of right. you that can oh, come forth the resources, right? Like you can't just spend the money and be like, yeah, you have to own it with every part of your energy, mm. you know? And that's where the work is leaning in. And so for me, I believe when I invest in myself at a high level or whenever I decide that it's going to make me more money, I believe when I go, you know, spend quite a bit on maybe a hotel room somewhere very luxurious, that that's actually going to expand me into my next level self being around. It's like osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I choose to think I could meet one, um, six, multiple six figure client, um, Mm -hmm. at that hotel, You know what I mean? Uh, If I choose to see it like that, or it could come from any direction because I chose to 
believe that and get in that energy, right? It's all literally everything is a belief when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool that I've been able to witness. And I'm sure again, other people out there can relate. I've been able to witness that I once spent X amount on like a workshop, right. Or a coaching certification. And that was a stretch for me. And then as I've moved forward and embodied new versions of myself and got to know where highest self Lexi wanted to go. It's crazy how the way you see a price tag changes, right? So even $200 charging to or paying $200 for a session once was really stretchy for me. And then now, depending on who it is, and if it feels like a fuck, yes, I'll I'll spend money, money, money on something that's going to upgrade my energy. Oh yeah. 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 And you know, in time, like, honestly, I was having this conversation with a friend like a hundred dollars feels like what ten dollars used to feel like it does yeah a thousand dollars feels like a hundred dollars right you know um so start to start noticing you you raise in your mentality of how you view money it's literally just it's all perception Mm, this is a a good place to to say and to talk about like worthiness and grounding into that as a as a fitness professional or a coach or a leader because like you said it's like 70 $75 for my, for an hour is something I would, I used to charge and it would feel good. And now I like would never even flinch at, at allowing someone to pay me just that. And this sometimes gets sticky for me. Right. And I know other people, but I'm working through a lot of now raising my prices and I'm working on boundaries with that because sometimes I would step into the the body of that someone that's really grateful for the opportunity so then it almost like it takes the average of what I'm charging down when I'm like grateful for this opportunity so I will just charge this when really I could be grateful for the opportunity and still charge this yes oh my god because there's different clients at every level every price point I can tell you that because I've served people when I was charging a 150 an hour in the beginning and now ladies I have multiple six figure and now a seven figure package that mm-hmm. for my one-on-one that's very high level, very exclusive. I do not take on a ton of one-on-one clients, but there are people that will pay at every price point. It's you yeah. understanding the value of what you are, are offering. There's people who want the tricked out Mercedes buttons, right? There's people who want the Bentley. There's people who want the Toyota. There's people who want, there's nothing wrong with it. There's no judgment. It's preference, right? Mm-hmm. It's just preference. And there's people who don't want to spend less than X amount because then they think you're a bad, like a shitty coach. Right. Right. That is so true. It's all, and it's all, um, I don't want to say it's all a mind game, but I think it all is tuning into you and your intuition, circling it back all the way to the beginning of what you think you deserve and what you desire. Because when we do get into those pitfalls and those funks, we feel like we're not worthy of those things. And then when you come and you rise above it, it's, I think it's all about how can you stay at that elevation? and know your worth all the time. I think that's something where I struggle with personally. I was talking with Lex before we hopped on about, especially with money mindset for myself. Um, I love my parents dearly. They're amazing. But growing up, money was such a topic of conversation in the household that now today, it's something that stems into my life now. And I'm I'm always like, where did I get that from? And my sisters kind of always make fun of me. They're like, Kristen's the one who's never going to spend. So we just came back from an Italy trip. And my two sisters ended up getting two really beautiful designer bags. And I was like, I'll pass on that. And now I'm home thinking, and I'm like, if I had gotten it, that was kind of like my level up moment where I was like, I would Mm -hmm. level myself up, even though it's just a bag and it's silly. I do 
have a little regret now of not doing it because I felt that was my moment where I didn't level up and I leveled down. And now I sit here and think about it. So I think it is all putting yourself up to the, to where you feel worthy and where you deserve and desire to be. Cause money is so tricky. It's such, it's one of those things that people get so ick around and it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And just even like letting go of that, you know, like what we say and how we talk about it too. It's like, what if it's not tricky? What if it could be magical? And what if, what if money just wants to love me and wants me to be free with it? It's just a tool for freedom. And what if it's source just wants to shower you in abundance? And what if like you got up tomorrow, Kristen, you said, I'm going to go get this bag because I desire it because it's going to, I often will buy uh, something to up-level me. And I was checking with myself because I actually don't really resonate with the fact that like flashing all of our Chanel around the internet just to get people to work with you is not the right reasons. I just really like luxury because I like things that are well-made. I love touching my Mercedes Benz steering wheel. It feels solid and it feels sturdy and it's quality and the service service with a smile, no matter where you go in luxury places, it's not always service with a smile in other places. Cause yeah. I've not always driven luxury. Mm. You know, I didn't come from a ton of money. I came from a family that did decently well, but I didn't, I, I had to work. I started working when I was 15 or 16 and I am from Michigan. I'm from the Midwest. We, we parents did, they all, they both worked nine to fives and I'm kind of the black sheep who loves luxury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, but what if tomorrow you woke up and said, you know what, screw it. I didn't, no regrets about that trip. What if it can be even more powerful now? Right. What if you could tomorrow decide to go get one that you really want? And that gets to be your moment and it gets, the story now can impact people. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so true. I wish these conversations were had with our parents when they were our age. I know, right? And I know, it's crazy. We weren't taught this and it's just an old way of living. That old paradigm is just crumbling and we're here one so we are the brave soldiers who are like hey yo I will heal I will let go of this and I will have compassion for people who think differently than me and not judge them for it but I'm here to pave something new so I'm going to be bold b and I'm going to step out and I'm going to trust myself more than the past yeah yeah something that stuck with me um that you say and by the way, she has an amazing self-paced money course um, that I started last week. So I'm on module two, but, and what is that called, Amanda? Ascend your money. Yes, 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 yes. And what I love about it is it's, this is what I love about this space. And this is how I'm really, really connecting to coaching and how I'm, how I'm coaching as well is saying what's alive for you. And this is why I love your workshop is like, you say what's alive for you. You, you um, say the downloads that you get and you express yourself just as you are. And I think the way you get the most out of that type of workshop is, and this is how I connect with your work is you'll say something from your heart and it will, I will hear it, but then it will land in me differently. And then that's the note I take. Right. And I think that if you're listening and you're like, how do I approach a workshop? Sometimes workshops, you know, seem boring or they seem like a lot of knowledge for one sitting and whatever, whatever. It's looking at the workshop as a way to inspire new forms of thought in you from this other person's form of thought. So Mm -hmm. you could talk about that at the end if you want to invite people into that. But what you said there and what you've said before is the word you like, it's the words that you use around money and the words that you use around abundance hold so much power. 
Mm-hmm. And something that I've gotten my husband to be a lot better at is using the word expensive. And now I will never use that word. I will just be like, that's yeah. an expansive investment. Mm. Yeah. Or like, yeah, that's a big stretchy move or whatever it is. But like the word expensive, I don't like it. I don't want it in my system. Okay. Um and then another, another kind of point to that piece is like, it's the way you look at the investment that you're making. So if you're allowing your nervous system to be like overactivated and dysregulated when you're paying a bill, right. And you're like, Oh, why'd I do this? Da, 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 wow. Then the energy is going to be contractive, right? right. Rather than being like, yes, I'm paying for this. This was such a good moment experience. And I'm going to go into that payment process with like, big energy so Uh that it stretches me. Um, So another thing that you touched on that I could really relate to was when I wanted to move to San Diego and just, this is anywhere. People are like, so people always say about like California, New York, Hawaii, whatever. It's so expensive, but it's so expensive. How are you going to make it there? And something I've always thought since I was even in college moving here, I was like, yeah, but I'm just going to make more money. Like it's not, you just bring the version of you that you are to that new place. And you, I, it's not even anything I ever thought about, but so many people are stuck on expensive, right? What is something like a few little tips you can give to our listeners about just changing the way they speak about money? 100%. So I love that you brought that up because expensive to who? If, yeah. if you're stuck in that story, then you're staying in the, your same identity. A lot around a lot of the work around money and just becoming a higher version of ourselves, regardless of what we want to do, is reprogramming and restructuring and upgrading our identity around money. So yeah, past you, past you thought that was expensive, but the you that's making millions, you have to start arriving there in your mind first. You can't, you can't quantum leap and be stuck in your old self and expect mm. to experience the new self results. Mm-hmm. You have to start quantum leaping and in your mind as well. And so be patient with yourself through this process. One right. of the things I teach in my certification, which Lexi knows, is I have an acronym that I made up for this. It's disrupting our thought patterns. Notice, disrupt, and redirect these thoughts as they come in. NDR is our uh, Mm -hmm. acronym for Mm -hmm. that. And there's many ways we can NDR, notice, and disrupt, and redirect. But when you notice something, you could even just say, I'm not choosing that anymore when it comes in. That's not who I am anymore. That's not who I am anymore. There's times, I mean, I'm always working on rewiring myself because there's more that I came to experience and create and I'm being pushed to create in the world right now. And so sometimes I'll literally be in the, in the bathroom combing my hair and a thought comes in. I'm like, that's not who I am anymore. That's old, Amanda. Mm. And I'll start to disrupt that. And then I'll start to then move into the vision of what I'm choosing instead and the emotions of what I'm choosing instead, the thought mm. that I'm choosing instead, the belief that I'm choosing instead. And, and so I try to instantly redirect myself in my thinking. And um, also one of the things one of the quickest ways to hack your mindset is go be around people who are already in like osmosis, go work at a a bougie hotel, Mm -hmm. shopping at Gucci or wherever you want, go try stuff on and pretend like you're, you can shop there, go test drive a Lamborghini and act like you can, because if you really were serious about quantum leaping, then you're already in that reality. So that should be right. normal. Mm, so good. So good. 
Oh God, so beautiful. Yeah. Okay. As we begin to wrap up a little bit, something that's alive that I wanted to ask you about if you're open to sharing is like, what is your relationship with God and what has your relationship been with God in the past? Did you grow up in a religious household and how have you been able to really connect to your spirituality the way you want to? Because I... Uh, another thing that drew me to you was I have this really strong connection with God, but it's something I had to uh, like reconnect with because yeah. I did grow up in a Catholic household, which kind mm -hmm. of muddied mm -hmm. my water a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah. You know, I grew up in a Catholic household. I went to Catholic school from literally from like kindergarten no before kindergarten like preschool yeah it was Lutheran actually that one was Lutheran but we were Catholic and then uh went to Catholic school K through 12 mm -hmm. and I never liked it I really didn't vibe with it I like and this is no disrespect to anyone who's Catholic yeah. I love Jesus I am not I am not religious. I don't go to church. It's the church of Amanda inside <laughs> my heart. And I have a close relationship with Jesus. And to me, he is an ascended master. And I have a close relationship with that. But for a while, I would just call it higher power. It's interchangeable to me now. It's God, higher power yeah. source. That doesn't, it doesn't matter what you call it. You know, it really doesn't universe, whatever you resonate with. And there's certain times in your life where you might call it different things. For me, I had to repair a little bit of that, um, relationship mm -hmm. with the first yeah. God for a while. I didn't use it. And now I do use it. I use it again and I pray and I believe. And for me, the word God feels very warm and loving and infinite. It, just there's no judgment there it from mm -hmm. my experience with God there's no judgment it's pure expansion and it's pure love in every moment so that's my current relationship with it but yeah I haven't gone to church in a long 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 time that's so so reassuring to hear and I think that's gonna have a lot of listeners take such a big deep breath and an exhale because there are so many people that think they can't use that term. They can't talk about God or Jesus or kind of like without thinking about church or Catholicism yeah. or Lutheran, whatever it is, yeah. it's such a strong connection. And I'm so glad to hear you say that you've kind of drifted from that term and you brought it back. Cause I feel like I'm on that same path as well. I grew up same exact story, K through 12. I even went to a Catholic college, Ooh. like the whole thing. Oh, wow. oh, and yeah. I was, I loved going to church to sit there for an hour and turn off my thoughts, but that was about it. I was never resonating mm -hmm. with the word. I was never resonating with the people there, what was being preached. Um, and then I kind of strayed away from it. And this last year I found myself falling back towards wanting to use the term, not just higher mm -hmm. power, but putting like a name behind it. And I felt comfortable saying God or things like that. And I feel comfortable now. And it's nice to kind of hear an affirmation that someone else feels that way too, because it's not just like God in church and Catholic in church and this and this it's, it's a higher power. And it's, it is what you're called to call it. And I, I'm so glad you said that. I really feel like a lot of people are going to hear that and be like, okay, cool. I don't have to go to church now on Sunday just to use that term. That's no. a beautiful thing. You know, mm -hmm. for me, it's the intention. It's like, what yeah. kind of person are you in the world? And, you know, I train very heart-centered leaders and Jesus is one of my main guides. And I don't always say that, but it, I don't always, I haven't always felt the need to, or the desire to it's, I call people who believe in Jesus. It's so funny in my coaching start right now, when we did the week on, on Jesus, every single person in the group believes we don't yeah. talk about that. I don't talk about that yeah. all over my social. You like attracts like, 
And uh, I teach a lot of Christ consciousness in my program. That's what higher consciousness really is. It's Christ consciousness. And that really is unconditional love, seeing things from the lens Mm -hmm. of the soul and unconditional love. And you don't have to be religious to do that. You don't even have to have grown up Catholic or Christian to call on Jesus. And also, I don't worship him. He's a friend to me. Mm -hmm. So it's more of talking to them, inviting for support. And I don't believe from my point of view that Jesus wants to really be worshiped. He's walked this planet and he's here to assist us if we want to call on him. Um, mm-hmm. so take or toss yeah. that of course so they That's, yeah. Yeah. totally totally I think spirituality the word spirituality or spiritual leader or coach or spiritual guide is becoming more grounded in just the word love yeah in yes. the same breath yep um and that's how I kind of allow the concept of God. And we have this support system up there to ground into my body and into my client's body is like, God is love, right? What is love? Love is like the highest frequency, the highest vibe you could ever just be or express or whatever. Right. And so think about that a hundred percent of the time is like, how can I be love? Right. That's God. You Even just the thought of that is God being like, Hey, like, let's be loved today, right? Let's rise above the bullshit. And this brings me to my very last question, which is what can we do or what are you feeling that people can do on a simple tip to really become a part of the ripple effect in the world? Mm -hmm. Well, each of us are given unique passions for a reason. Share that and make it your mission to share that gift with the world. And that can change in a moment to moment. You know, over the years, my practice has changed. It's shifted. You know, it's like, I'm always just following my intuition with where I'm feeling called to go, pulled to go, and what I'm feeling called to teach, talk about. And it's my job to share these things because I'm so passionate about this work and all because I've experienced this firsthand myself. It's something I can't shut off. And for me, it's, when you have the intention to impact people and, and really care about people and you run like your heart's on fire, you're, you're going to impact people everywhere you go. You know, to me, this is who I am at the coffee shop. This is who I am at the grocery store. I'm not perfect in every moment, but this is who I am every fucking place I go. Because to me, that's true. Leadership is, is walking our talk and embodying the message that Mm -hmm. we came to share. Yeah. Wow. So beautiful. Mm. Thank you. So they're much. like, holy shit. They're like, I go because I do hold this vibration. And trust me again, I'm not perfect. There's days where I'm like, I don't feel like talking to people. So I like put a hat on and I'm like, I don't want to talk to people. And mm-hmm. I'll still smile at people, but I'm just hoping no one talks to me. Totally. And then, you know, and then there's a lot of other times I'm actually pretty introverted, but I'm out all the time. I'm talking to everyone. So people know who I am in this town just because I want to spread my light everywhere. Yeah. It's, you know, it's I want. I want to bring light to people's day. And it's, this is just who I fucking am. And when you start to hold that vibration, people start to change just by sitting in your energy. Like I'll sit with people and they're like, I'm like charged after this lunch. Are you? And I'm like, I I guess, I mean, I feel like I've always kind of charged the fuck up, right? Like people will start to feel the vibration you're holding. Could you, could you imagine if we had all just honed in on our desires and what we feel we're called to do and spread that, how different the world would be and how, 
much different people would be and how we could just help so many people. I know there's just so many. And even just the vibe would feel different because everyone's excited about what they're doing. Right. I, it's easy for us and this is still a job, but I truly feel every day when I do sessions and when I, you know, drop in with people, I feel so blessed and so, Mm -hmm. so just grateful that this is my work. And I'm, I'm actually grateful. Yes. For the experience, but I'm grateful for myself. Like I'm grateful Mm -hmm. for myself for going into this field because it was my purpose. So I don't feel necessarily like I'm draining my energy because it gives me energy to be in these spaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that so much. And that's ultimately when you are going to attract the abundance. That's my yeah. belief system is people get attracted and they're like, damn, I want to work with Amanda Absolutely, because I'm just being myself. This is authentically who I am. And so the same thing gets to happen for you. Right. And it's just underneath all of that is beliefs about who we are and confidence and all that yeah. as well. Mm, thank you. Thank you. So one of our favorite things to do is share our hot mess moment of the week. Um, so if you've had a hot mess moment, I know you don't poop and you don't go to the grocery store, but <laughs> other than that, <laughs> either of those things, I also don't cry. I also never get <laughs> right. Right. If you have a hot mess moment, that's like alive in you that you'd like to share, um, please do. Yeah. Well, as I was sharing with you this morning, I had a couple of things happen to that call, had to call and pull me in my leadership. I had to pull someone back up into their power. And so the first thought when it comes in, I've been doing this for so long, honestly, it doesn't trigger me as much as it used to. It used to like, oh my gosh, the world is going, burning yeah. to shreds, you know? <laughs> but sometimes our mind can come in with stories, right? And so I had to feel through, I had to feel through something this morning and then, you know, talk to my team and all this. And, and they're like, with me they're they're here in the experience with me and then like 10 minutes later I'm like cool how is this calling me up <laughs> yeah <Go laughs> I have on. to drink my how, own Kool-Aid right you know right like yeah. how the, how is this calling me up and it's like oh this is actually an opportunity for you to rise so you could pull this person up and no one was upset it was just that they uh were uh well I don't I can't give away too yeah, much yeah of, of course but they weren't upset with me or anything like that it was just that they were wanting to give up on something and I was totally. like fuck no that I'm not letting this person give up like no and how am I going to approach this because yeah they need to know that they're committed they committed themselves to doing this thing and they're not you know and then it's like okay like right so yeah this morning I guess you could say and I was sweating too are from all Uh the upgrades so I was like really like that's I had a thought that of this morning but then I and it could have sent you on a spiral but it doesn't sound like it did Oh, it absolutely could have sent me on a spiral, but I'm not available for that. Like, so yeah. I'll stop oh, yeah. for 10, 15 minutes and then I'll pull my big girl pants up and let's do this damn thing. I love that. I'm not available for that. I'm going to use that now. Mm-hmm. Do it, do thoughts, it. Not available She's unavailable. <laughs> yeah, I always, I love to say that. It's definitely use it up. It's a good one. I'm like, yeah, not, not, not choosing that. Not available for that. <laughs> Beautiful. What All about right. you, Kristen? My hot mess moment of the week definitely comes in the form of burning myself out yet again. We do it too often. I just got back from a 12 day trip with my family to Italy. Ooh, Stunning. Amazing. Yeah. Where in Italy I mean, did you go? 
all over the place. We started all the way up north in Tuscany, vineyards. Oh my gosh, the wineries, the slow living. We made our way down, ended in Rome, stopped along the Amalfi Coast along the way, but it was oh, a phenomenal, a phenomenal trip. I would recommend it to anybody, um, but it was such a different way of living. I live in New York City now and wow. life here compared to how they live in Italy. I won't go too much into it, but I'll just say that one thing I learned was staying in the moment, slow, nothing's rushed take your time, enjoy the moments. I learned so much about that there, but um, I came back and I gave myself, I gave myself a nice 12 hours to get back into it. And then I was teaching two classes mm-hmm. the next morning. And I saw that classes. you were teaching and I was like, girl. And I got so sick on Saturday, Aww. so sick, so ill. I was, I was like physically sick and I had it taken the whole day to just kind of like sit there and be so upset, upset with myself. And Sunday Aww. I woke up and I was off, thank God. But I was just like, when am I going to learn? When am I going to learn? I took 12 full days off. I kind of tapped into this new mindset of slowing down. And then I jumped back into three hours of hard, high intensity work. And I just was a little upset with myself, but that's all right. But guess what? Now, next time you're going to remember not to do that when you come home from vacations. I've done that too, where I'm like, Oh, Monday, we can load ourselves up after leaving a retreat or something that weekend. Or I'm like, or a vacation. And I'm like, we're not fucking doing that because you need time for yourself. And now, you know, right. Yeah, so now you know. Take it as absolutely. information and you know, it's all perfect. Just like Lexi with, Oh man, I shouldn't have drink that thing. Cause you got, yeah, sick. exactly. Right. We're human. And, and that will be a good story that can inspire your clients. Absolutely. Now. Yeah. yeah it's just so Lex- programming that feeling. So mine is, is just kind of funny. Um, I am in this monthly like womb education, womb wisdom course, which I've always seen womb connection and education out there. A lot of people are teaching it, right? But I've never been attracted to it until recently. And so, you know, and I think this is, is good to say that just because other people are doing something doesn't mean it's time for you to do it. And, you know, there are so many, even my friends and people in the space that I admire that are, that were doing womb wisdom stuff a long time ago. And I was just like, I don't know, I'm kind of not into that right now. Anyways, long story short, I'm in a course right now. And we were doing this live embodiment practice where we're screaming, you know, we're screaming, we're letting things go. We're dancing, we're moaning, blah, blah, blah. And then after the practice, I realize that all my windows are open in my office and my neighbor messaged my husband like, Hey, is Lexi. Okay. Like I just kind of heard her, but my neighbor is very, very spiritual too. So my husband told her and I, then I talked to her afterwards, but I was just like, I'm in this like womb wisdom course. (laughs) And I was just in an embodiment practice. And I just really, but that's how in it I was like, you know how sometimes your mind will be like, what are people going to think of you? Close your windows. Like, and that's how in it and embodied I was in that moment that I was just like, fuck my neighbors. I'm just going (laughs) to just moan and scream and cry. And I felt awesome afterwards, but yeah, that's my my hot mess moment. And yeah, so funny. This has been so rad. So amazing. Incredible. I'm buzzing. I just am so grateful for you. And you always bring me to my next level self. And just thank you for being here and sharing your energy. I know yes. you have a couple offerings and I would love yeah. you to share them because our, our community, if you guys are listening, um, probably doing that coaching certification was one of the best things I could have done because it really oh. empowered me to create at a next level in my life. 
Yeah. Oh, that makes me so happy to hear. Always, always love getting a chance to connect with you and just see all the magic that y'all are creating together here, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but so a couple of ways I can support right now is one through my mastermind. So I have a female entrepreneur's mastermind. This is for women who are ready to level the fuck up. Mm -hmm. One of the themes is everything we touch turns to gold inside. And so how much magic can we manifest money um, powerful connections, collaborations, because I believe we can collapse time. I believe that we can get things moving quicker. I'm like an impatient person, which has helped mm -hmm. me master time collapsing wow. and shifting reality. And so we're going to be focusing on that, but also how to like on a tactical level, like what do you need to upgrade on the back end and what do you, what changes do you need to make? Right. And so this is a full on upgrade women of all industries. This is not necessarily for brand new entrepreneurs because there won't be, you know, it's everyone's in a different industry. So I'm not going to be handholding inside Yeah, I'll have other programs for that, but this is for female entrepreneurs that want to like crash through the gates this summer. Cause we're in a powerful portal and that's a five month mm -hmm. experience. And then also I have a workshop that's, I know it's, it's actually already out when this is aired, but it's something we're going to be continuously running and available on my site. And that's, if you are interested in the topic of money, 12 ways to smash through your money glass ceiling. So if you feel like you've been stagnating or things aren't mm. flowing right now, that's a great place to start. And yeah. that's in the shop on my website, amandamerick.com. Yes. Beautiful. We'll link all of that in the show yes. notes. Um, again, just thank you so much for being here. This episode is going to be pure magic for so mm -hmm. many people. And we are just so grateful for you. Yes. Thank you, Amanda. Yes. Thank you so much fun. Mm -hmm.